When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a boyhood dream, I'm sure, because uh, it's something that uh, you, we worked for and dreamed about and we worked on uh, for many years. And uh, it's just, just something that you wanted to do. While Boston finally finished off the Philadelphia 76ers in Game 7, the Houston Rockets were welcomed to basketball's most mythical hall. The Boston Garden. The home of 13 World Championship banners. Outside the Garden Line North Station, the main artery to Boston's business commuter, and the trains riding in and out of the station buzzed with discussions and debates about the NBA Finals. Finally back in Boston. Inside the garden were the city's beloved Boston Celtics. These basketball crusaders had one mission, putting the World Championship trophy back in its rightful home. No one had picked Houston to go this far and, in the opening quarter of Game 1, the Rockets made everyone stop and pay attention. Only Boston's bench unit could slow down Houston's early attack. Coach Del Harris continued to hammer Malone in the paint. After repeatedly coming up dry, Bobby Joe Reed would pick up the offensive slack. Moses, a man mountain for defenders to stop, was unusually off track. Similarly, the Celtics couldn't get their young star synced up either. Star players grow their legend when they eventually figure out how to positively impact their team, even while struggling at their core talents. Larry Bird was dubbed very early in his career as Larry Legend. That moniker would follow him every time he'd lace up his converse. But it was in this Houston series, when the 23-year-old Bird faced the discomfort of swarming defense, that when his shot doesn't fall, he can still contribute and lead his team to victory. Like Robert Reed for Houston, Cornbread Maxwell played a similar role for Bird early on, as his shooting struggles continued into Game 2.
In the first three games, Bird would uncharacteristically turn the ball over nearly five times per game and shooting just 40% from the field. Where the Birdman seemed lost on offense, he certainly wasn't on defense. Bird dominated the boards. An absolutely crucial role when playing against a rebounding machine in Moses Malone. Ever since I've been in college or in pros, uh, the ball has always came to me. They always want me to do the final shooting or try to hit the last second shot. They go to me 80 or 90 percent of the time. I want the ball because I'm supposed to produce in situations. Uh, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, but uh, I want the ball in a crucial situation. I think Larry Bird can beat you even if he doesn't score a point on the basketball court. Bird would also tally 11 steals through first three games. Where Bird and Malone struggled to get on track, the Houston supporting cast stepped up and nearly stole the first two in Boston. Cedric Maxwell voiced his displeasure with himself and his teammates for not rising to the occasion. Max was about to take over. Behind the leadership of Maxwell, soon enough Bird was back on track, and so was Boston. frustrating because uh, you can do a good defensive job on Larry for uh, maybe 75, 80, 90 percent of the game even, and yet every time you make a mistake, every time you fail to concentrate and let up, Larry will find a way to hurt you, maybe with rebounding, maybe with passing, maybe a, a steal, it may be a hoop, maybe a drive, maybe a dish off, but he'll find a way to hurt you. Well, I think my job in, in this series is just to go out and play my game, uh, play my typical game, get some assists, uh, really hit the boards well, and score uh, not a lot of points, but enough to keep our, our team going. Because I know when we go down in the uh, final minutes of the game, we're going to bring the ball to them, no matter if we're up or down. We do the board real well. You know, they get out and run. we got to stop their running game. Uh, we got to play tough defense, and uh, we got to be tough manner when we got to play against the ball successfully. One of the most under-discussed superstars is Moses Malone. In his prime, Moses was simply unstoppable. A top-five all-time rebounder. Moses would frustrate and infuriate the Celtics by continually cleaning up the offensive glass while scoring in spectacular fashion. Moses Malone was an unstoppable force from 1979 through 1984. With the smell of a championship in his sights, Moses unleashed holy hell on Boston's front line.
the Celtics were determined to avenge their Game 2 loss. Games 3 and 4 in Houston had the Celtics on lockdown defense. In Game 3, Dell Harris's squad could only muster 32 first-half points. The physicality was 1980s bully ball at its best. In Game 3, the Celtics would blow out the Rockets by 20 in the summit. Houston could only connect for 71 points as the rough and tumble style of play swung in Boston's direction. Tiny Archibald and Robert Parrish continued to be a no-factor in Game 3. Larry Bird particularly struggled, connecting on only 3 of 11 shots. As was the case with Houston's role players in Boston. In Game 3, it was Maxwell and Chris Ford who would carry the weight of the offense. Maxwell in particular had voiced his displeasure with his teammates after Game 2. Max stepped up to the occasion in games 3 and 4. He'd score 43 points and grab 28 rebounds. But Larry Bird's single-digit scoring in Houston caught up with Boston as they'd split again. Now back to Boston for the pivotal Game 5. People that asked about uh, why we were 40-42 haven't taken into consideration a number of things. That, uh, partly that uh, we were the second most injured team that got in the playoffs. Uh, but principally, the fact that in the, the final games in the, uh, of the season in the playoffs, we've been able to play Moses for 46 or 48 minutes, Robert Reed for 45, 48 minutes. Uh, you haven't had to work in uh, substitutions uh, like you have to over a, an 82-game schedule. I don't think this, the Celtics are really that great. I don't think they just do a lot of things to make them great. Uh, you know, they uh, when the game get down to the line, you know, see like all their players play together and come together, don't, don't make too many mistakes, they know what they got to do. But uh, Boston can be beat. In most cases, the winner of Game 5 is the winner of a seven-game series. Cornbread Maxwell knew the implications of Game 5, and he'd continue to fill the box score. Max would dominate, notching 28 and 15 on 10 of 13 shooting. Bird's scoring slump would continue as he averaged less than 10 points in Games 3, 4, and 5. Added to Bird's struggles was the smothering defense of Robert Reed. Maxwell would undoubtedly pick up the slack. But in 2021, Max would explain why this tough series for Larry Bird started his path to becoming a legend. Uh, Larry Bird in 1981 
uh, during his first championship run. He averaged 15 points a game, shot about 40% from the field. But what did he do? His greatness. Larry Bird averaged 15 rebounds a game, seven assists in a six-game series. You know, I think people are satisfied. If you got seven, eight rebounds, you were good. But, yeah. uh, but, but the great ones, when you put an imprint on a team or on a series, you have to do what you have to do and make those contributions that are going to change the trajectory of a series. Averaging 16.7. Bird again. Boom. Boxed out. That was Roby with the position and the defensive rebound. Henderson. Larry Bird in trouble. Gets it off to Roby. Maxwell would lead his team to a 3-2 lead and back to the summit where they'd look to close out the series. But I'd say the fact that they're backed by the city is key. i say the crowd in Boston is different anyway. The Celtics are the best. The Celtics faithful had been here before. But, in Max's first two seasons, the franchise would hit their second rebuild period since Red Auerbach arrived in 1950. Maxwell knew his time to win it all was now. Behind Cornbread's hot streak, they would decimate the Rockets in Game 5. Boston Garden erupted, sending off their Celtics to close out the series in Houston. Fans would have loved to win it at home to add another Garden party to the franchise's mystique. But having seen the resiliency of the Rockets, no one wanted a Game 7. They've been coming here, they know the players, they know all the nuances, uh, how to help uh, their team get up, how to maybe uh, uh, get on the referees a little bit. Uh, uh, in Houston, uh, we won't have uh, quite that uh, kind of a crowd, and in fact, we'll have a couple thousand, maybe three thousand uh, Celtic fans who have uh, pioneered their way uh, down to uh, Houston. The Celtics had to close it out in Game 6 and they'd slam the door shut on the Rockets' Cinderella season. Smelling blood in Game 6, Larry Bird came alive. This series was all over and Boston was once again the world champions. And they bench Harry, the ball players, they all came through. I'm so proud of them, like any other championship. Yeah! yeah. 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 yeah.
Cedric Maxwell, the man who was voted the most valuable player by Sport Magazine. Cedric Maxwell received all but one vote and was named the Sporting News NBA Finals Most Valuable Player. While some fans disagreed with the media selection of Maxwell as the winner of the MVP award, during his retirement ceremony in 1993, Larry Legend himself declared Max the key to their 1981 title, validating Cedric as the true MVP. Max, how does it feel to be back at the Boston Garden? This team is very special, there's no question about it. We ought to mention the performance he put on in the finals against Houston in 81, and then... He had a great series, there's no question about it. I was in a shooting slump and, and we all played together. And uh, it doesn't matter, Max pulled us through so many games in 84 in a championship. I don't know if Magic can remember back that far, but um, Cedric had a, a great run and he told us all, he said, boys, I'll take care of everything tonight, just get out of my way. And thank God we did. Robert Parrish, Larry Bird and Kevin McHale felt that the 1981 Celtics roster could have won three or four titles in a row. I think Rich, Harry, the ball players, they all came through. I'm so proud of them, like any other championship. Yeah! but injuries to key players would prevent them from repeating. By the time they won their second title of the decade in 1984, only Bird, Parrish, McHale, Maxwell and ML Carr would remain from the 1981 championship team. And by the time they won their third and final title of the decade in 1986, Maxwell would be traded for Bill Walton and Carr would be released. 1981 will be remembered as the season the Celtics renewed their dynasty. They tipped off the 80s as the undisputed champions of basketball. We have that championship trophy because of the, the amount of talent we had to beat to, to get it. All right. Red Auerbach has his victory cigar out. Red, did you ever get tired of this? Never, never, never. We stuck together. When going got tough, we came through. They came back on. They tipped off the 80s as the undisputed champions of basketball.